ready, but like, especially you talk about performance. It's so important to have a consistent and good sleep schedule. Um, mental health, it's huge. You know, a lot of like mental health um, issues, they give you like sleeping pills and stuff like that. Like sleep is a foundation. Welcome to Iron Summit, where we cover topics about health, fitness, and general performance through the eyes of former elite Division One wrestlers. All right. I'm sorry, Max, but we got to address the elephant in the room. The mustache. What happened? Tell me about it. The mustache. Um, it was a typical... So this is my first... I call it my first public mustache, because it's the first time I've ever <laughs> had a, a mustache in public. Around Christmas, too? That's a bold move. Yeah. Well, as every man does when he's shaving, I had a beard about your length, not as thick, but you know, pretty good beard from no shave November. Nice. And as every man does when they're shaving, they like shave the whole beard off and then you leave just the mustache for those like five minutes of glory. Yeah. And Alexis saw it and she was like, you should leave it. And I was like, wait, really? wow, dude. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I'm usually the type of person that when Chloe tells me I shouldn't leave a mustache, I leave it longer because of that. So she's learned <laughs> to not comment when I'm in that, when I'm in that mode. <laughs> well, you need to tell Chloe that Alexis is supportive of my mustache. Oh, I'll let her so, know. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, that's what happened. And then it was more like, cause I was really taken aback and you know, I don't have the best facial hair genetics. So then it became, she was trying to convince me to leave it. Cause we were actually going to a holiday party like that evening. And she convinced me to leave it. And now, after like three days, I'm I'm kind of starting to like it. So I like it. I like it. I'm a definitely lot. sticking with it through Christmas. Little bit holiday of a teaser, mustache. Too. A little bit of a teaser for an in incoming guest. Yeah. Yep. Can't say who. But it'll, um, it'll make sense soon. <laughs> yeah. But we. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with it for the time being. I mean, I wanted to connect better in the middle. So if anyone Dude, has any that tips. Too. The reverse Hitler. I don't know how that happens, but it, <laughs> that's what it is. Huh. Yours looks like it connects better than mine. It's the lighting, dude. I'm telling you, it's like, I don't know. All right. I have like so... two separate mustaches <laughs> on my face. That's the French. You, you should shave it real thin. Oh, yeah. that's. I might as well just embrace it at this point. <laughs> dude, I want mine to connect better here so I could do a handlebar. Yeah. No, you you could definitely... Maybe one day we'll get to see Ryan with a mustache. Maybe one day. <laughs> um, All right. Well, let's get get into our topic. Absolutely. Um, you wanna you wanna tackle a start here? Yeah. So today we're gonna talk about the basics of sleep and why sleep is important for performance and maximizing your health. And really, you know, as we've discussed in our, our five pillars podcast and touched on, you know, even when we've talked about training, that recovery is, is half the battle, like at least half the battle, being able to train hard, wrestle hard, lift weights hard, whatever you're doing is, is only half the battle because you need to recover on the other side. And the, probably the single most important aspect of recovery is sleep. And I would go so far as saying um, that sleep is, is, is one of the, if not the most important thing to optimize 
in general for your health, for athletic performance, for mental health, you know, everything is sleep is king for recovery. So I would, yeah, we'll start there, but it's, you know, can't stress the importance of sleep. Absolutely. And I think too, it's funny, like you got like, there's a lot of like gurus out there now that are like, you know, I only sleep five hours a night bragging about it. Like it'll, they, they grind so much and do all this stuff, but it's like, sleep is so important for us. And if we like didn't need sleep, we would have figured that out already. But like, especially you talk about performance, it's so important to have a consistent and good sleep schedule. Um, mental health, it's huge. You know, a lot of like mental health, um, issues they give you like sleeping pills and stuff like that like sleep is a foundation of you know you're sick what's the first thing your mom tells you is like get some sleep you you know i think sleep is so easy to overlook and there's it's always i don't know there's a lot of changing with sleep because of the fact that i mean whether you're traveling through time zones or as you get older or there's like i don't know you're always going to have some kind of um I, i don't know throughout your life sleep will change or you're in a different bed or so there's a lot of factors but i think trying to get the most consistent environment is like the biggest thing you can do and if you can figure out your sleep it's gonna it's something that just a little thing that stacks over time and a lot of people do a bad job with that um yeah i think i I don't know it's definitely one of the lowest hanging fruits that has biggest bang for your buck in my opinion which we talk about a lot and talk about those low-hanging fruits but yeah, sleep is is incredibly important. It is overlooked by a lot of people. People want to look at shortcuts around good sleep, but really there are none. Um, yeah, it's it's. Why don't we let's get into why sleep is important? You know, we kind of put together a few points on the different reasons that sleep is super super important for recovery. Um, the first one being. Uh, muscle recovery and repair, you know, while you sleep is when, especially in the deep sleep portion of your, of your sleep cycle is when your body's doing a lot of the work to repair, you know, muscle breakdown, soft tissue injuries. You know, it's where this actual healing really happens. And this is due to several factors, but one of the most important pieces is the release of growth hormone while you sleep kind of before bed and then as you're sleeping, that helps your body repair soft tissue, muscle, and that is done while you are sleeping. So, and, and, you know, I've felt it in my own training. I'm sure you have as well, Ryan. When, when I'm sleeping well, I'm recovering faster. I have less residual muscle soreness from hard training. I'm stronger. You know, there's like it, the importance of sleep for muscle recovery cannot be overstated and i think something that's funny too is like i don't know if you feel this way but if i'm training really hard i actually sleep better because i'm more tired and like if i take an off day sometimes i don't sleep very well like i just like my body's not tired and like so i don't not that it like makes you sleep better but it like when you're exhausted it it makes you. i think it does (laughs) actually i've joked about that it's like um and, and if you take like multiple days off in a row i'm like how do people sleep yeah, <laughs> work out. Like if I'm like four or five days into not training because I have an injury or I like can't sleep, dude. Or eating, so, I feel so full if I'm not moving. Like, and I try to keep up with like calories oh, and stuff. Yeah. My stomach, I'm like, I can't do this. This is a, I feel like I'm just force feeding. Um, I, but I then, agree. The next thing too that I think is huge for performance is energy. Like, 
obviously you get a lot more energy when you get a full night's sleep. Um, and I think in terms of getting the most out of your training, when you're like, when you feel good and you got a good night of sleep, um, you're going to have like, you're going to stack a lot better days in a row. And that consistency is going to be huge over time. Um, and I think that there's a lot of athletes here where just to kind of use caffeine as a crutch and they're like, Oh, I don't, I didn't sleep well. Let me just try to get some, like they get in a cycle of just pumping a bunch of caffeine and then not sleeping well. And it just, it just is like a, a cycle that keeps breaking down your body more and more. Um, and I think that's where it's important and real mature as an athlete to be able to know when you're like, when you're really behind on sleep and your body's really want run down, you might, you might get a lot more out of like taking that day off and sleeping in that morning or something than you know, going and killing yourself, drinking caffeine all day, and then being exhausted all day. Um, so energy restoration, just huge in terms of training volume, training intensity, and being able to bring, you know, 100% intensity to every workout. Yeah. The importance of, yeah, that's kind of back to our, our previous point on muscle recovery and repairs. And just also, if you, you have more energy, you're going to be able to train harder then it's even more important to sleep because you're training harder. So yeah, there's just so many different physiological functions that happen while you're sleeping that are impossible to happen while you're awake, including energy restoration, more efficient glycogen transportation, um, that, you know, really on the performance side of things, the physical performance side of things, it's, it's hugely important. Also on the mental side of, uh, the importance of sleep is during REM sleep. So you kind of get the physical recovery, um, in the deep sleep portion. I'm probably going to butcher this, but I think there's, there's essentially, you know, there's like, uh, there's more than this, but if we're being, uh, putting in layman's terms, there's three stages of sleep. There's like light sleep, which is kind of like right as you're falling asleep. There's deep sleep, which is where a lot of the physical restoration happens. That's where the growth hormones release. That's when you get a lot of the, um, glycogen, uh, replenishing happening for the muscle repairs happening. And then there's REM sleep and REM sleep. You kind of dip into multiple times to the night. That's actually where you dream. So anytime you have dreams, you know, you're getting REM sleep, but during REM sleep, that's where the, the kind of like cognitive mental recovery happens. So that's where your brain is actually healing. It's taking time to rest. And so if you're getting quality sleep, you're, you're probably getting, you know, I don't know what the exact number is, but I think it's like a little over an hour of REM sleep a night, get that in like three or four different cycles, REM cycles. But the importance there is, is it, you can, you feel mentally fresh, you're, you have a, clear mind and you know it also from an athletic performance standpoint you get better reaction time increased um you know decision making especially you know in a wrestling match you have a lot of decision making happening very quickly um these are things that are super important you know the re the cognitive aspect of the cognitive restoration aspect of sleep can't can't be overstated as well and i think this like was really illustrated well um, in this book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Um, he does a great job explaining that too, um, where it, it's like 
it's so important for your body to go through those cycles when you're sleeping. And when you cut your sleep short, your brain doesn't like um, remember that stuff as well. And that goes for like, you know, and I'm sure Max, you probably pulled some all-nighters in college too, where it's like you're better off probably getting a couple hours of sleep in there instead of where you yep. remember the material better. Um, that goes for like learning a new technique in sports and, uh, you know, whatever you're doing, maybe you're in your job, in your day-to-day. -day. Um, so super important for cognitive function for sure. And then, yeah, like you're saying, reaction time, um, just in sports is everything. You know, you're talking about fractions of a second making a difference in something. So, you know, being yep. alert and ready to go is is way, way important. Um, and then I think the next one too is hormonal balance. Um, right. So your hormonal regulation is super important in terms of your body, right? And I think that there's a lot of factors that affect this, but I'd go as far to say, like, I don't think there's something that affects it as much as like your sleep. Uh, because like if your sleep's out of whack, everything's out of whack. And I, I mean, how many times is somebody like with a little kid, they're like, oh, they're kind of crabby because they didn't sleep enough. And yeah. you know, it, it just, it, it affects everything that you're doing with your hormones and disrupted like sleep patterns in, over a long period of time will mess with your hormonal balances and that'll totally affect your athletic performance. And so it's, it's, it's just super important to get this, get this right and get to have a plan for your sleep, um, long-term for, for a better long-term success. Yeah. It's all these different functions that you just, you can't get while you're awake and you know, the, the production of hormones in your body is one of those, or it doesn't happen as well. Some cases, not at all. And yeah, so. If you're not sleeping, you're not going to have a healthy, um, endocrine system, which means, you know, you're not going to have healthy hormones. Yeah, that's no, super important. Um, and then injury prevention, obviously I think this one kind of encapsulates a lot of the stuff we were talking about, but in general, um, you know, like one, if your, uh, reaction times are impaired from, from not having a lot of sleep, like could be the difference between, you know, getting out of the way or getting your knee blown out and in a play in football or, you know, I think making smart decisions quickly in sports, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So injury prevention, um, being smart about your training, you know, being focused when you throw 400 pounds on your back and you're going down and you're locked in versus, you know, kind of throwing it on, not ready, you're tired and, and walking into something, um, your coordination's impaired by bad sleep your balance, your reaction time, like all of these affect a risk of injury. And obviously, no matter what you're doing, you don't want to be injured. Um, so just super, can't overstate it enough. Um, sleep, overwhelmingly really good for you, really important for any athletic uh, related endeavors. Yeah. And this, um, I think it's something that uh, athletes do come to appreciate more as they get older. Um, because I think it comes more obvious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I know it's a lot more obvious for me now if I get a bad night of sleep than I was in high school and college, but I think something that high school and college athletes could definitely take more seriously or just younger people in general, you know, maybe yeah. right up post-grad, um, is sleep more, focus more on it. Cause yeah, it's 100%. something that college kids like for sure suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's like, I don't know, it's tough to, 
like you sleep all the time. So you're like, oh, whatever. One night of sleep. It's not a big deal. Um, but it stacks up and it messes up your like your 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 consistent times of going to bed and waking up. If you're messing with that a lot, like I think a lot of college kids, especially like they might do a decent job throughout the week. Hopefully, you know, it's varying like maybe not finals week or something like that or really procrastinating something. And then on the weekend, they usually go to bed at 10, 30, 11. Yeah. But then on the weekend, they go to bed at four. And so then the whole next day they sleep. And it just like the next week, your next three days, you're trying to get back on your schedule. It, it messes everything yeah. up. And when you got these yeah. high athletic goals, it's like you can't afford to have three or four bad days of sleep every single week. That's like it's half your week, you know. And um, I think it's really easy to get in that pattern. And then, again, you get in the cycle of ripping caffeine. And then you get bad sleep because you're up later. And then it, you just start snowballing. Yep, yeah, it's downhill. Yeah, so that's um, that's a good segue into kind of, I think that the one of our first and probably it's maybe the the most important uh, tip for good sleep is consistency. Having a consistent sleep schedule that you stick to, your body. You know, that's how the human body works on a circadian rhythm. So as if you consistently go to bed at the similar time, your body's going to start producing you know, the hormones to make you sleepy at a that time it gets better at producing them at that time so then you fall asleep when you need to fall asleep so yeah that consistency of sleep is if you're gonna like put one at the top i, I might put that one at the top what what is your schedule yeah yeah um so what I, i'll tell you in one sec one more thing on that i think the huge thing with consistency like our bodies love routine and so like yep. if you can have and part of your circadian rhythm is like your food schedule too. So like if you can yep. have similar food, like feeding windows, and most people, whether they realize it or not, they train similar they times throughout the day too. Yep. And your body's like ready for that workout because it's like, okay, this is when I'm going to have a high athletic output and your body gets used to that. So if you can keep the consistency in your sleep schedule and then pair that with your food schedule, it's easier to, especially when you talk about traveling a lot, like athletes are traveling a lot. Maybe you're traveling for your work. You're on all different time zones. I mean, just this weekend, flew from West Coast to East Coast and then back to like mountain time. It's like, I'm going three hour time changes. And yeah, it's going to affect you somewhat. But I think it's easier if you can try to keep some kind of consistency and like immediately get on the local time in terms of your food eating um, and then try to make sure that like you don't, Right when you get there, you don't take a nap at 5 p.m. because it's going to mess up your 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 night of sleep that night. You know, sometimes yeah. I think there's a lot of things you can do, especially when you're traveling or if you're going overseas. Like you might have to gut out, not taking a nap when it's late, or or staying up a little bit longer than you would to get on the on the circadian rhythm. And the sunlight plays a big role in that. So making sure you get sunlight in the morning, and then at nighttime, not having bright lights and everything in your face, and working on a computer where you got a bunch of lights in your eyes. Um, so yep. long-winded, um, <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what, so what do you, what do you try and stick to for a sleep? Dude, I'm such a morning schedule. person. Yeah. Such a morning person. Yeah, so I, I feel like by like, depending on how early I got to wake up, but consistently I'm probably getting up around six to six thirty. Um, so I try to get to bed by like 10, you know, and sometimes yep. Sometimes it's a little earlier. Sometimes it's a little later. Um, but I think 
you know, what honestly helps me is, and it's really tough because like our phones are engineered to like make you want to scroll or whatever. But if you can like not be on your phone before bed and like read a book or something, I get such better sleep. My mind's yeah. like done, you know, um, kind of unorthodox too is like, if I can write down, like if I'm thinking about things, I'll have a notebook by my bed. I'll write it down. So I'm like, I can get to that in the morning instead of trying to remember it. And then I'm like, thinking about stuff and then I'm just laying there for an hour, not falling asleep. Um, yeah. I, I used to take a lot of naps in college. I'd like work out, nap, another workout, go to bed. But now it's like one, I don't have time for that. And two, um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of sleep, but I think naps are good, especially if you're training a lot, if you can do it, you know, earlier in the day, I'm talking like, you know, like a 12 o'clock, one o'clock nap. Yeah. Not like a it's not disrupting your sleep. Yeah. Well, I think that you? gets to, I'm probably more of a, I'm like a nine to five, nine thirty to five thirty. Okay. I'm also a morning person. I don't know. I've I kind of believe though that there's no such thing as morning people. It's just if you're <laughs> getting to bed early and getting good sleep, you're yeah, gonna be absolutely. more of a morning person. Yeah. Um yeah, maybe there's slight genetic differences, but in general you'll be more of a morning person if you get good quality sleep. Um but yeah, both of us you can hit we're aiming for eight hours ish of sleep. But there's actually, and I saw, I've seen several studies now where, especially for athletes, you know, optimal is probably closer to nine. So to your yeah. point of a nap, like while you were wrestling in college, the desire to take a nap and listening to that body, your body's desire to take a nap and actually do it is probably because you were probably trying to get close to that nine total hours of sleep. Um, that's like the optimal, like if you're trying to optimize everything. Getting nine hours of sleep is a lot of times not realistic. Like I have a hard time just staying asleep for nine hours. Yeah. Yeah. Not an easy thing to do, but it's, that's probably the perfect amount. So as close as you can get to that, a really eight, you know, yeah. aim for that eight ish range. This is totally anecdotal too. So like total bro science, but, um, I, I started to realize too, like, one, when you consistently take naps, your body like craves that too. Like we're talking about routine. Like I would yep. start getting tired right around the same time, but I'd set my class schedule and my training schedule up. So like that was a window where I could sleep. Um, and then I think the other thing was I realized, you know, what window of sleep would make me feel good and not be groggy. And I think this is, I, I don't know if there's like, obviously you probably don't want to get into super deep sleep, taking a nap. And I didn't want to yep. take like two hour, three hour nap. But I felt like if I could get like 45 minutes to like an hour and a half, so usually around an hour nap, I'd feel good where I could wake up, you know, get some food, go to practice, and I'd be awake, ready to go. If I slept yep. like an hour and a half to two hours, I'd, it'd take me like the first 15, 20 minutes of practice to wake up because I was just like grind. Yeah, no, no, that's that's actually, that's very real science, I think. And yeah, I've, I've read multiple different things. Um I know like NASA has another like 26 minutes of actual sleeping. So if you lay down to take a nap, you know, there's some time where you're falling asleep, but like if you take an hour nap, you probably slept your, you were, you know, out light sleep to deep sleep for like 26 or so minutes. Um, so if you block off an hour, that's probably about the exact right amount of time. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, you, you don't want to mess with one. Yeah. You'll feel groggy and two, then you can also mess with your, your sleep that night um, if you if you sleep too much during a nap but very healthy probably it's a good example of another way you were 
taking things seriously and doing what you could to optimize your performance while while you were a college athlete. Yeah, it's tough too. You pulled a lot of a lot of different ways. You know, there was times I had to like study or something in that time, but I try to protect it. Um, but it's also like you know we'd have athlete dining and it'd be like all your buddies are hanging out and you're like, all right, guys, I gotta go after lunch quick and be like, I gotta go sleep, you know. But it I'll was like take my nap. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone make fun of you for nap time? No, I mean, I don't know. You most everybody was like doing their own thing, right? But uh, yeah, I was like, there's definitely times it was like, oh, I like it was fun. You know, we're all joking around, having a good time. And that's important too. You need your social stuff. But it was like, this was, I was going to get more out of this, out of my training if I got this in. So I tried to protect that time. Um, and then I think, I think there's a lot of things with that too, where like, if you can get blackout curtains, super cheap, way better for your sleep, especially if you wake up, like if you can sleep in a little bit, you're going to wake up earlier if you got sunlight coming in. I'm a huge fan of like a super dark room. Um, yeah, me too. You need cold super room. Super dark. Yep. Super dark room, blackout curtains. You can do eye masks too if you can I, sleep with them on. That's a great point. I do that. Taking naps, eye masks would help if it was like if you're traveling or something and your room's not that dark, you're in a hotel, like throw an eye mask on. Hopefully it helps. Or you're on yep. a plane. Like I've seen guys pull just their beanies over their eye. Works yep. well. <laughs> yeah. Just get dark, dark yes. room, cold room, cold. I think cold is a huge one. That's, um, for, for a lot of reasons, really important. That's kind of counterintuitive too. Like, um, you'd think like cold tubs before bed, but you're supposed to do like either like a warm bath or like sauna before bed. If you're going to do some kind of yep. heat or, or cold, because then your body starts dumping it and then it starts dumping the heat and you get cold. Um, and I think 67 degrees is the ideal temperature. Um, I've heard so, like 62 to 67. So it pretty chill. It depends on, yeah, it depends on some like what freezing. kind of blankets you have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I've known, like, I live up here in the mountains. I crack the window at night. It'll get, yeah, definitely down to that. But you have like a big comforter. I yeah. Mean, I sleep so, those are the days where I'm like, I slept like a rock. Yeah, when absolutely. It's like chilly in the room. Um, but yeah cold room dark room and then another really important thing is something i used to do in college is um having i don't it doesn't have to be quiet but a consistent noise so like white yeah. noise if you like silence great but that's that's can be really hard especially yeah. when you're traveling um so i used to travel now they have white noise machines or apps when yeah. i was in college i used to travel with a box fan dude i i know a lot of people that do that seriously i, I had roommates yeah. that do that teammates that do that um yeah, it's a great, great idea. It's like, they're like 20 bucks, right? Like you put yeah. it in your suitcase and go. Yeah, no, that is a key is the, I'm now I can't sleep with that white noise. Like I need a fan, but there you go. <laughs> um, it's, it's part of that optimal sleeping conditions. Also a good bed. Like, I don't know, beds are expensive, right? But when you look at it, like cost per wear, cost per use you know it's probably one of the cheapest things you can do and one of the best things you can do for your health like if it's a good bed that you were like excited to get into and you get a good night's sleep where it's not i don't know not too firm for you not too uh not too soft yeah. like it makes a huge difference and um i don't know i, I think that's something a worthwhile investment 100 percent for sure i'm you know being a heavier guy like good bed is so important for me um i like the kind i i have like uh I think it's called a purple but it's like the whole point of it is like it helps you stay not overheat at night yeah it's got nice. like a it's for like 
guys over 250 pounds. So nice. <laughs> What's Alexis the lesson to think of that? Yeah, yeah she can just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she likes Alexis, it Alexis, you got a first now, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and become a dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, I don't um, think she could ever get there. <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be impressive. That'd be for sure impressive. Um, yeah, no, that that's a great point. It's just like optimal sleeping conditions. Um, at the same time, on that point, you don't want to, and we talked about it a little bit with Darian in the last podcast. It's like you also you need to focus on optimizing all this stuff, but you can't. You don't want to become a prima donna or become like obsessed with it yeah. to a point where you're stressing out so much about your sleep that then you're having anxiety about your sleep, which is yeah. in turn hurting your sleep. You know, yeah, so it's it is a fine line. You should do the things to, you know, do make these small adjustments to optimize it, but don't over stress about it either. Yeah, and I think accepting the fact that like you're gonna have bad nights of sleep. I don't care how good your routine is. I don't care how much you spend. Like, I think the goal here is like do as as best you can. But there's just yep. gonna be times where you don't have good sleep, and whether that's like you're sick, whether that's you're traveling, or just you're thinking about something, you're stressed at work, like something's going to come up you're going to have a bad night's sleep get back on the horse tomorrow like do yep. what you can um and but yeah i have noticed with my training because i do you know put a lot of effort into the consistency and the quality of the sleep that if i am consistent if i have good consistent sleep let's say over a two-week period and one night i have terrible sleep for whatever the reason is just couldn't fall asleep or yeah stress whatever it is usually that one night doesn't affect my performance so much yeah if i'm taking care of my sleep at other times it's when i'm like trap it's like you know it adds up when you get a couple nights bad sleep you go to sleep really late then you don't get back on your schedule you know it's that's when it starts messing you up a hundred percent and then i think also just being smart with like caffeine people always say like oh i, I know some people are like oh, i could drink you know a shot of espresso and go to bed it still doesn't mean you have better sleep like you would have better sleep without doing that and so i think cutting that off and knowing when you should cut that off is super important I think something that is overlooked too is like if you don't want to wake up a bunch, go to the bathroom a bunch in the middle of the night, don't chug a bunch of water right before bed. You know, maybe if you're waking yeah. up a lot throughout the night, cut back your water a little bit, you know, two hours before you go to bed. Um, alcohol, 100%. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I mean, there's times where it's like, I don't know, I drank a bunch of water before, before bed and I'm like, dude, I wake, wake up like a couple of times, go to the bathroom. You're like, this, that was a bad idea. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. I agree. Well, yeah, it's to, to your point on alcohol or with caffeine, even um, especially actually like THC, the weed related products. Sometimes if you're like, I can drink caffeine and get good sleep or alcohol actually gives you the perception, alcohol or, or THC gives you the perception of being sleepy, yeah. and being tired, just because you feel like you're sleeping doesn't mean you're getting quality sleep. Yeah. And um, that's an important point, definitely with caffeine. Uh, Caffeine is going to, you know, and if you, even if you can get to sleep, it's going to inhibit your body's ability to get to deep sleep. Alcohol, I know like almost completely eliminates your body. Well, it does completely eliminate your body's ability to enter REM sleep and almost completely on deep sleep. And then THC, where you got to be really careful with that one actually helps you get to deep sleep. Good for physical recovery, but you can't get REM sleep. Wow. So I you're going to really suffer on that. Yeah. You're going to really suffer on that. Um, you know, mental recovery piece. So be careful with, you know, and I think it's any mind altering substance. You know, I actually, I was listening to another podcast and it was, they, were, <laughs> they made a joke of like, 
you know, like you, like one of the worst times to drink alcohol is after 5 p.m. But that's actually considered like the socially right. acceptable, like appropriate yeah. time to drink. But, you know, probably like, I mean, having alcohol close to bed is like maybe one of the worst things about alcohol for you is how it affects your sleep. Mimosas so, like, only. Max West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The honest, like if you want, look, drinking's awful for you. It's one of the worst things you can do from an athletic standpoint. But if you want to drink, like, and have it affect you less, drink in the morning. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> so oh, yeah. But don't do it all day and all night because that just doesn't help either. No, that doesn't. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't drink, said, but they if said you do. Put it in the morning. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the yeah. morning. <laughs> well, that's like you have a glass of wine at dinner. You're a successful business person, but you drink at 10 a.m. You're like a charlatan. Yeah. But really, <laughs> one is scientifically better for you. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's still bad for you. But, you know, that's um, and then THC, like that's really dangerous because it actually helps you feel like you're sleepy. It makes you feel like you're going to sleep better, yeah. but you're messing with your REM sleep, yeah. which is like arguably the most important part of sleep because brain health is arguably the most important thing. Super important. So just be careful with your substances around sleep, caffeine, alcohol, weed, THC, you know, even like large amounts of CBD, um, all those things like, you know, really the best sleep hygiene, you don't have to take anything to get to sleep. Yeah. But if you are like, let's spend a, a minute talking about some supplements um, actually there's yeah. a couple supplements you should, you know, uh, take before sleeping that I, don't mess with your sleep hygiene. We can get into those. And then there's some that, you know, be a little careful with. Yeah. I think magnesium, like magnesium helps your like muscles relax. There's quite a bit, di- quite a bit of different kinds of magnesium. Um, so making sure you're doing your research on that end. Uh, but I think magnesium's huge melatonin. You know, that's, I think that's the thing that everybody like takes a melatonin and they pop melatonin. I know it's helpful. I don't personally play with melatonin too much. I don't think I've ever really taken it. Um, I think it helps you get to sleep, but not super long. And I know a lot of brands put a lot more than what they say on the bottle. So you think it's super effective. Um, But be careful with that too, because you mess with it a little bit. Do do you have any experience with that? That's the. I do. That was one of the ones I think it can be a helpful tool in certain cir- circumstances or scenarios, but it should not be something regularly used. I think it's helpful if you're like adjusting to a time zone and it's, yeah. that's like, it can kind of help you get to sleep, but you should not become reliant on it. And, you know, here's like a, is that a melatonin in like a, you know, oral form is actually, it's like, that's a prescription medication in Europe. Well, and here in the U.S., we just like wing it around willy nilly. <laughs> like people take ten gram. Have you ever like I? I used to buy these things. I don't know if you have ever seen them called NeuroSleep. They're uh-huh. like these orange bottles. I got them like when I was in high school. They had like ten milligrams of melatonin. Which wow. Is, I would. But if you ever want to have an argument for not taking, take ten milligrams of melatonin and try like waking <laughs> up the next day. You're like have a splitting headache and super groggy. Groggy, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so groggy but so i think melatonin can be useful you go to a new place yeah you're traveling but don't definitely don't use it consistently and don't become reliant on it that's one of those ones i'd be careful with but i agree with you magnesium is something you could do every night it's only going to be 
beneficial. I think other supplements that help with um, calming your nervous system can be really beneficial and helpful and, and just uh, good for improving uh, sleep quality. That's like you could use taurine, um, yeah. even L-theanine in the right doses. Um, there's one we talked about it on our supplements podcast that I take called phosphatidylserine. That's also a CNS kind of a depressant, helps you chill out, helps your central nervous system recover. Um, those things that don't like, um, make you tired, but just help with your recovery are probably the supplements that you want to, or could take more consistently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I try to get these other things right before supplements for sure, but I think they're definitely, I mean, like we always say, right. The hierarchy of it, um, you hit your low hanging fruit first, but there's definitely some stuff that you can do to help optimize once you get the foundation correctly. Um, or, or correct. And, and then again, I know I already said it, but I think why we sleep is an awesome book, um, by Matthew Walker. I think that's a, a great book. If you're just interested in general sleep and, and there's some people that might, you know, need to go talk to a sleep expert if you're really having issues sleeping. Um, but I think most people would benefit from just changing a, a few things and then consistently over time, figuring out what works for them, you know, the best. Yep. I agree. So that's, uh, that's why it's important to sleep if you didn't already know. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Everybody get to sleep. Santa's coming. Yeah. Santa will know if you didn't sleep. 